Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand, then missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platform. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions. North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Chad Studios. It is the uh, day after a disappointing 6-5 end result in St. Paul, Minnesota. Second consecutive game where the Edmonton Oilers uh, scored enough goals to win, but uh, leaky, uh, giving up some great A scoring opportunities and frankly uh, needing a stop uh, over the course of the last couple games at uh, critical junctures. The sort of stops, by the way, that they were getting in the first 20 or so games of the season. This is Oilers Now. Thank you for tuning in. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office uh, IT and supplies. The Oilers uh, flew back last night. Uh, didn't get in the middle of the night, but got in fairly late. From uh, St. Paul, Minnesota, the team is hitting the ice in about an hour over at Rogers Place. I'm at the uh, 630 Ted Studios, uh, and we have a jam-packed edition of the show for you today. Toronto Maple Leafs are in town. I'm I'm not sure if that game is completely sold out. I'll put a text in here in the next couple of minutes to somebody, but I think we're close. Uh, you can always visit edmontonoilers.com for more uh, ticketing information, but certainly the the next four home games, Toronto tonight, 
uh, or sorry, tomorrow night, and then the uh, Oilers will fly Sunday to Dallas. They'll be in Dallas for games on a Dallas game on Monday. Then they go to St. Louis Wednesday, back in Edmonton a week from today. On uh, Friday, the 20th, the Pittsburgh Penguins without Sidney Crosby, but with Jenny Malkin, and then the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, so Toronto, Pittsburgh, and Montreal, and then Calgary on the 27th are like the next four letters opponents. And uh, all four games are close to uh, uh, being sold out at this time. The secondary market is funny. I was having a conversation with some high-ranking league executives who happened to be in uh, St. Paul, Minnesota last night. And... Uh, Secondary markets change the landscape a bit, and there's some challenges out there. And it's not just in Edmonton; it's a, a different younger, a different younger, frankly, perhaps shrewder generation in certain respects, targeting specific games and that sort of thing, and it's uh, resulted in a little bit of downturn, not just in Edmonton, but in some other markets as well, attendance-wise throughout the National Hockey League. All right, let's get right to it again. Oilers now brought to you by Digitex. And uh, coming up on today's show, a recap of last night's game. Uh, some thoughts on where the orders are at right now, whether it is or is not different than where they were at a year ago. And frankly, you're entitled to think whatever way you want in that regard. Uh, I may feel one way. You may feel another. That's okay. At uh, 12.35 today, courtesy of our friends at the River Cree Resort and Casino, Elliot Friedman. At 1.05 today for the horses and horse racing Alberta out at Century Mile where they have uh, live racing. And that is Friday and Saturday night, 7.15. Mark Spector. And at 1.35, the Edmonton Oil Kings host the Swift Current Broncos. Second, sort of an odd quirk in the Western Hockey League schedule. Swift Current was here in Edmonton Wednesday night. Oil Kings beat them 3-1. The two teams meet again tonight. We'll talk to GM Kurt Hill. The Oil Kings still playing without Connor McDonald, who potentially could be traded here. He left the team, 20-year-old, and... And then Jackson Alexander, defenseman. So uh, we'll have a conversation, Kurt, where his team is at. And they're doing pretty good overall in the uh, Western Hockey League standings. Might be able to load up and go for it this year. You can reach us at any time on a River Cree Resort and Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. They're bigger and better now, 100% smoke-free on the main casino floor. River Cree Resort and Casino excitement. Bet on it. You can text us at any time on our new Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors has more for your floor. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. And uh, tweet uh, Brendan, at Brendan Escott. Brendan with two E's and two T's. Hello, Brendan. How are you doing? Uh, a little bit better if they were able to eco at least a point in that one, Bob. But all things considered, I'm doing okay. Yeah, two straight games where you rally from... Uh, you know, and, and look, it's a, it's a team game. They didn't have the start that they uh, were looking for against Carolina. They didn't have the start that they were looking for. Well, they had a good, you know, good initial 12 minutes or so against Minnesota. The the second goal absolutely drove me nuts against the Minnesota Wild. Jujar Kera, who, who has a strong fan following, uh, you know, you're a fourth-line guy in that game. You're on the ice in the final 30 seconds of the first period, and you throw a behind-the-back pass uh, in the middle of the ice, which starts a counter the other way, which leads to a breakaway that Jason Zucker finishes off. I mean, manage the puck better, manage the game better. There was lots going on in last night's hockey game, and that's where we're going to go next. Oilers now, Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Here's Jack with the call. 
A date and a rematch with the Minnesota Wild, who shut them out on October the 22nd. And since then, Minnesota's actually played to a better record than Edmonton. Left bomb, left point. He'll drive it to Gagne. A little give and go in front. Kleppbaum scores on the backhand. Beautiful give and go. And Oscar Kleppbaum has his third goal of the year, set up by Gagne from the corner. Susie, high slot shot. Blocker said no. It hopped over Smith. Stolen away by Stahl. Left wing to Zucker. He's in on Smith. Backhander score. Little give and go. Dry settle from McCabe to wrist shot. Score. And this game is tied. Dry settle with his fourth power play goal in the last week and a half. A little give and go. Back to Felino. Wrist shot score. 3-2 Minnesota. Here's Donato. A two-on-one. Wrist shot score. Beat Smith glove side. We're going to have a fight. Nurse and Greenway are ready to go, and both have landed right hands already. Greenway comes inside with an uppercut, Nurse short with an uppercut, but a straight right hand to chopping right, and he chops Greenway down with a couple of right hands. And now Greenway's in trouble. He eats an uppercut, and Nurse ragdolls him. And Darnell Nurse, both with the hit on Conan earlier, and then a rally against Greenway. Not caught cleanly by Cockett, and then Larson whistled it home. It might have been tipped in front by Gaetan Haas. Top of the right circle, over to Nurse, centers for Bear, backdoor, one-timer score, and this game is tied! Connor McDavid has his 20th, and it's 4-0 with 7-11 to play! What a look from Ethan Bear, I mean, that is just the presence of mind in the mid-slot, and Ethan Bear's had a tough night, sticks with it, making plays all game, sifts over a backhand pass, finds McDavid wide open, rips one home. Pass out to Suter, dishes off, one-timer! Score! Eric Stahl blasts it home right circle. Turnover by Edmonton. One timer score. Set up by Greenway and then drilled into the back of the net by Luke Cunning. 6 4 Wild, 339 to go. James Neal got a late one with the Oilers having the empty net to make it 6 5. But bottom line here Oilers uh, drop to 18 12 and 4. Last year at this time, they were 18, 13, and 3. More on that in a second. Dave Tippett, Oilers head coach, says it's a frustrating loss. There's some turning points in this game that I didn't like. Like I, I didn't mind our first period. We gave away a goal late in the first period. We turned over a puck and gave up a breakaway. just seems like every mistake we make is at the back of the net. Missed some checks, give up two outnumbered breaks in the second period, and scored on, they scored on both of them, and then get it back to 4-4, and then you got to be able to find a way to scrape a point at least out of And just to not do that is pretty frustrating. Uh, Tippett adds that he's uh, going to challenge the leadership group to handle the uh, adversity here. First real bit of adversity that's, uh, that's hit us. And um, talk to our, our leadership group in there to make sure we stay together. It'll be, uh, you know, this is the first real test for them. So it's uh, be interesting to see, making sure we keep that room together in there. And we'll see how our leadership does. Um... Dave Tippett also commenting on the fact that starting goaltender last night, Mike Smith and the defense needed to help each other out a bit more. Well, you look like you, you'd like some, you know, you need some save. There are good chances, like really good chances, but, you know, you, in the end you'd like to see some saves there. But but that being said, we, you know, there was no quit, but I just there's different parts of our game that we just, I'd like to see us check a lot better. and. When we don't, it ends up in the back of the net. And Mike Smith added uh, he felt like he didn't bail his team out last night. I mean, there was 
some breakdowns in our zone that, uh, you know, as a goalie, you want to cover those mistakes up and make some saves. And, and uh, you know, if you last two games, you let, let in six as a, as a group, you're not going to fare too well. So. There you go. And it's both guys, both goaltenders. I know Miko Koskinen, uh, I had a brief conversation with him, and full ownership after the uh, loss against the Carolina Hurricanes last night. Uh, I, I saw the vitriol that was out there after the game on Twitter, and, um, you know, 12 out of 13 seasons in the playoffs, virtually all of these players have not been here for, I guess Nugent Hopkins is the longest-serving player. He came here in 2011. Um, and... In, in terms of the goaltenders, they, they were really good for the first 20 games or so. Obviously, the save percentage has dropped consistently. Uh, I think Mike Smith, seven of his last nine appearances uh, since he had that terrific performance in Pittsburgh where he made 51 saves, he's got a sub-870 save percentage. Tough to win hockey games that way. Cost's going to be the first to tell you he needs to be better. Smith, first to tell you he needs to be better. I got news for you. They all need to be better. My, uh, Connor McDavid had this to say on the slump. So we got to dig in here. Um, yeah, we're in a bit of a rut. It starts uh, with uh, the top guys, all you know, all the way through the lineup. I got to be better. Um, you know, uh, that's pretty much it. And uh, that said, McDavid says the Oilers aren't going to panic. I mean, we're not panicking here. We have three games. Um, you know, I think we're the last team to lose three in a row. So every team's gone through it, and we're going through it now, um, and we'll find it here. And Leon Dreisaitl, Oilers get Toronto tomorrow. I know the Leafs are in town, uh, and they they've got some excitement. They appear to be liberated, uh, though you can make a strong argument, maybe not to the degree that Calgary has. Calgary looks like a different hockey team right now, uh, and they're now tied with the Oilers at eighteen ten and four. So the Oilers got the seven and one start. Now the Flames have won seven in a row, and the two teams are sitting at eighteen ten and four, two points behind Arizona in the standings in the Pacific Division. Leon Dreisaitl. Scored his 20th of the year yesterday. So too did McDavid. And Drysaddle says the Oilers will be ready against the Leafs. Uh, obviously, it's uh, it's not not perfect right now. We're not um, finding ways to, to to win, and we're not playing good enough to to win. You know, so we got to change that. And you know, the next game is obviously a, a big test for us. So uh, we'll make sure we're ready for it. All right. So last year at this time, the Edmonton Oilers' record uh, was 18, 13, and three. Today, they are 18, 12, and uh, 4. So they're one point ahead of last year's pace. But when they were 18, 13, and 3, the 34th game was the first of a six-game losing streak in which Edmonton did not have Oscar Kleffbaum as well as Chris Russell in the lineup, which for the Oilers team means you're, you got a top two defenseman. By the way, Clefbaum, who's been on a tough skid of late, was really good last night. So was Adam Larson, who's been getting beaten on locally by uh, a lot of the fans of late. Uh, but that, that pairing was really good. It was the nurse bear playing, the bear play, uh, pairing that had some issues last night. And, you know, Ethan Bears had a tremendous rookie campaign. Uh, Darnell was physically engaged, but they got caught. Uh, and then the other thing is they didn't get bailed out. To me, it's too simple to say it's just goaltending. They they they, they don't have the same tightness in their structure. Five-man attack, five-man back. Uh, we are seeing some progression. Like, if you had told me early in preseason, I, I wasn't sure Gaetan Haas would still be here in December because he's light in the ass, which is an old-school uh, term, but he gets knocked around a bit on the ice. But guess what? It's a different game today. And he's smart, and he's in the right spots. And last night, Gaetan Haas with James Neal and Sam Gagne looked like it could be a third line. Like, uh, 
in, not in the traditional sort of 1990s, early 2000s third line, but a line that could give you some offensive juice. Um, it, and it, we've had people clamor for the McDavid dry, or sorry, the Nugent Hopkins dry settle combination. Doesn't work. Does not work because of how the two, like to me, I, it, it's funny. I had a, again, I, I saw a lot of uh, league executives. There were, there were a lot of people at last night's game and, you know, at some stage, maybe Leon becomes a full-time center. But clearly, he plays better with McDavid than he does with Nugent Hopkins because the first period, those guys, R&H and Leon, had nothing going. And I think part of it is just sometimes stylistically, like I think Taylor Hall would play better with Leon Dreisaitl than he would with Connor McDavid. And I think Leon Dreisaitl would play better with Connor McDavid than he would with Ryan Nugent Hopkins. And I think Taylor Hall would play fine with Ryan Nugent Hopkins as well. It's, there's just a little bit of style issue there. Um, so here's what, here's what happens in this situation, Brendan. The haters come out, right? The, the guys, I mean, we got a couple fun guys, like Topher's a fun guy. I don't know if he's a Flames fan or what, but he'll text the show and, oh, you know, Nurse got bloodied in that fight with Greenway. Did you watch the fight? Like, Darnell pretty much kicked the snot out of the guy at the end of the fight. Um, you know, the orders are being revealed. And it's... You're, you're allowed to have that comment because they have to prove otherwise. But the difference between this year and last year is I do think they have uh, more to the game. They have better special teams, uh, and they didn't get a lot of chance to work on it last night. Minnesota did a good job of not taking calls. Joel Erickson Eck uh, and Bruce, I, if I was Dave Tippett, I would save the comments. Uh, Bruce Boudreau was talking last night that he thought McDavid and Drysaddle didn't look interested in playing because of how Eriksson Ek played against them. I might file that one away because Joel Eriksson Ek, he kind of played against them the way Michael Backlund does in Calgary. See, in the 90s, you just grab that guy and beat the living blank out of him, right? That's how you deal with that guy if he was playing that way. Today, what you have to do is you have to, if you're playing Minnesota, you got to make it a miserable night in return on Zach Parise. Sorry, Zach, but your guy's being a blank, so now we're going to have no choice but to retaliate and go after you. If uh, Kachuk, who's a really good player, or Backlund, are playing McDavid and dry settle hard, somebody's got to go over and, and, you know, make life miserable for Johnny Goodrow, and he's very susceptible to one thing that he cannot handle, and that's getting whacked across the wrist. He... That's that's his thing, and teams target him all the time. So that's that's kind of how the game's played today, and that's just the way it is, man. Doesn't make it right, but bottom line here is Minnesota got the win. Edmonton has dropped three. Did you know before you saw Jack's tweet that the Oilers were the last team to have had three consecutive losses? I didn't know that going into until Jack put that out on Twitter. Did you know that, Brendan? Well, it was mentioned in the elevator at the rink a couple games ago, actually. So mm-hmm. I had heard it through the grapevine, but yeah. There, I mean that's that's a little, and maybe that puts things. But they have to get this taken care of, and it will not be easy against Toronto. Toronto gave up three quick ones last night against uh, the Calgary Flames. All right, it's twelve twenty-four in Edmonton. When we come back, we'll get to NHL today. Quite. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.
at night in the National Hockey League. Uh, Brendan Escott will have that for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing when we return on orders now. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. It's good to hear uh, Karen Transportation on the show. Bruno is a wonderful fellow. Let's go to uh, NHL today for elite promotional marketing, building tailored branded programs for your team or business. When your order is done on time, every time, elite promotional marketing, and here is Brendan Escott. All right, Bob, as you mentioned, late night, just two games in the NHL, Dallas hosting Vegas, and the Avalanche get New Jersey at the Pepsi Center. Sabres defenseman Zach Bogosian has asked for a trade, according to Darren Dreger. He missed 22 games with a hip injury and carries a $5.1 million cap hit. He was a healthy scratch in their last game. The Jets loans 2018 second-rounder David Gustafsson to Sweden for the upcoming World Junior Tournament. And speaking of which, Canada did make some cuts yesterday, releasing, amongst others, Peyton Krebs, Dylan Holloway, Cole Perfetti, Thomas Harley, Connor Zary, Alex Newhook, and goaltender Hunter Jones. So Oilers prospects... Olivier Rodrigue, Raphael Lavoie survived those cuts, of which there's only expected to be one more from this forward group. Still awaiting word from the Blackhawks whether they're going to release Kirby Dock, and apparently that decision should come before the end of today. Uh, Niagara Ice Dogs goaltender Tucker Tynan stretchered off the ice last night. Successful emergency surgery, Bob. He had an artery cut in his leg by a skate blade. Another gruesome uh, gruesome scene. Uh, yeah. What else can we say about that, really? Bakersfield Condors host the Grand Rapids Griffins for a pair that's Starts tonight down in Baco. The Oil Kings play Swift Current for the second time this week at Rogers Place. They do still lead the Central Division. We'll get much more coming up at 135 with General Manager Kurt Hill. And just coming in late here, Bob, on the wire, Capitals owner Ted Leonsis is saying that uh, an NHL game in Russia is something they're all in on. What do you think of that? I think that uh, I've already mentioned this to people in the Oilers organization. I, I know the Oilers don't have a lot of Russian players, but they do have Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Uh, I think there'd be nothing cooler than going to... It'd be a Washington home game, by the way. But uh, now, do I think that Edmonton's even in the mix? No, not for a second. But I personally, Brendan, would love to... I've never been to Russia. I would love to go to Russia. And I have tremendous amount of respect uh, for Russian hockey and, and how it made Canadian hockey better, uh, just in terms of their, their team play and their uh, emphasis on skill. And, uh, and I... I've always wanted to go there, so I kind of think it'd be really cool. And that said, you'd be playing a hell of a team because Washington's got a really good hockey team. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for our friends at the River Cree Resort Casino when we come back. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.